Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 134. I look to thee in every need and never look in vain. I feel thy touch, eternal love, and all is well again. The thought of thee is mightier far than sin and pain and sorrow are. Hymn number 134. The scriptural will be given by Betty from California. Hebrews, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we if we neglect so great salvation. But one in a certain place testified, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visitest him? Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownedest him with glory and honor, and didst set him over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him. Romans. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good 
and acceptable and perfect will of God. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Our Father, which art in heaven, our Father, Mother, God, all harmonious, hallowed be thy name, adorable one, thy kingdom come, thy kingdom is come, thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 327. The God who made both heaven and earth and all that they contain will never quit his steadfast truth nor make his promise vain. Hymn number 327.
Good morning and welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here with our roundtable discussion, which is a bit of a training session in practical Christian science. And we had another really good one this morning. So if you missed it, or if you'd like to hear it again, you can find it on our website, <clears throat> plainfieldcs.com. And you can also find it on our YouTube channel and our Vimeo channel. <clears throat> we have a Sunday school that meets at 11 a.m. every Sunday morning. And that Sunday school has a dedicated teleconference number so that if you don't live in the area, your child can still attend by telephone. And in fact, many of our Sunday school students do just that. So if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, please call us. We'll be happy to give you the number and we'll be very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15 where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers. <clears throat> we have several websites in languages other than English and many translators who are translating Christian science, literature, the Word of God into different languages so that by now many, many people around the world can find the Word of God in their own language. And for that, we're very grateful. And one of the articles that's featured on our English-speaking website is an article entitled Overcoming Fatigue by Neil Kensington Adam. Very good article that lets us know where our strength comes from and that it never runs out if we know where it comes from. And I would like to um, say again that uh, our daily desk calendar is available for sale for 2023. It makes a great gift. Uh, you can find it uh, in our store on our website. Um, and uh, please place your orders uh, either on the website or you can write directly to the clerk at Plainfield Church here. And um, know you're going to love it. It's a great... Uh, it's a great calendar. Each day has its own page. You can rip it off and carry it with you, um, whatever. And everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony from miscellaneous writings which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Karen from California. Page 413. For the cause of truth, I submit the following testimonial for publication. May it bring one more at least into the fold of divine science. The truth as it is stated in Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures has done much towards making our home the abiding place of peace and harmony. I now write of the wonderful demonstration of truth over the birth of my baby boy two weeks ago. Sunday, September 23rd, we went for a long drive of three hours. At night, I retired at the usual hour. Toward morning, I was given a little warning. When I awoke at 7 o'clock, the birth took place. 
Not more than 10 minutes after, I ate a hearty breakfast and then had a refreshing sleep. At 10 o'clock, walked across the room while my bed was dressed. At 12, took a substantial dinner. Most of the afternoon, sat up in bed without any support but truth. At 6 in the evening, dressed myself and walked to the dining room and remained up for two hours. Next morning, I arose at the usual hour and have kept it up ever since was not confined to my bed one whole day. The second day was out walking in the yard, and the third day went for a drive in the morning and received callers in the afternoon. If it had not been for the presence of my young hopeful, it would have been hard to believe that there had so recently been a belief of a birth in the house. But then, I was sustained by love and had no belief of suffering to take my strength away. Before baby was two weeks old, I cooked, swept, ran the sewing machine, etc., assisting with the housework, housework generally. How grateful I am for the obstetrics of this grand Science. Mothers need no longer listen to the whispering lies of the old serpent, for the law of mortal mind is broken by truth. Mrs. Dora Hossick, Carrolltown, Missouri. The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 12 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. <clears throat> Subject, Adam and Fallen Man. The golden text is from 1 Corinthians. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. The responsive reading is from Psalms, and Jude. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. To show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. To show that the Lord is upright. He is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. I will read from the Bible. Genesis. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, 
and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. But there went up a mist from the earth, and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib, which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman and brought her unto the man. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband and he shall rule over thee. And unto Adam he said, In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. John there was a man sent from God, whose name was John. John bare witness of him, and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness have all we received, and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. 
In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there, which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie, and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man, when the water is troubled, to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, and took up his bed, and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. Matthew. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, I say unto you, Love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Luke. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say, Lo, here, or lo, there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Ephesians Put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which, after God, is created in righteousness and true holiness. Carol will now read. I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. God fashions all things after his own likeness. Life is reflected in existence. Truth in truthfulness. God in goodness which impart their own peace and permanence. The foundation of mortal discord is a false sense of man's origin. To begin rightly is to end rightly. The word Adam is from the Hebrew Adama, signifying the red color of the ground. Dust nothingness. Divide the name Adam into two syllables and it reads a dam or obstruction. From this it follows that Adam was not the ideal man for whom the earth was blessed. The ideal man was revealed in due time and was known as Christ Jesus. Whence comes a talking, lying serpent to tempt the children of divine love? The serpent enters into the metaphor only as evil. 
We have nothing in the animal kingdom which represents the species described, a talking serpent, and should rejoice that evil, by whatever figure presented, contradicts itself and has neither origin nor support in truth and good. Seeing this, we should have faith to fight all claims of evil because we know that they are worthless and unreal. Adam, the synonym for error, stands for a belief of material mind. He begins his reign over man somewhat mildly, but he increases in falsehood and his days become shorter. In this development, the immortal spiritual law of truth is made manifest as forever opposed to mortal material sense. In divine science, man is sustained by God, the divine principle of being. The children of God have but one mind. How can good lapse into evil? when God, the mind of man, never sins. The standard of perfection was originally God and man. Has God taken down his own standard, and has man fallen? God is the creator of man, and the divine principle of man remaining perfect, the divine idea or reflection man remains perfect. Man is the expression of God's being. If there ever was a moment when man did not express the divine perfection, then there was a moment when man did not express God, and consequently a time when deity was unexpressed, that is, without entity. If man has lost perfection, then he has lost his perfect principle, the divine mind. If man ever existed without this perfect principle or mind, then man's existence was a myth. The relations of God and man, divine principle and idea, are indestructible in science and science knows no lapse from nor return to harmony, but holds the divine order or spiritual law, in which God and all that he creates are perfect and eternal, to have remained unchanged in its eternal history. Unfathomable mind is expressed. The depth breadth, height, might, majesty, and glory of infinite love fill all space. That is enough. Human language can repeat only an infinitesimal part of what exists. The absolute ideal man is no more seen nor comprehended by mortals then is his infinite principle, love. Principle and its idea, man, are coexistent and eternal. The numerals of infinity, called seven days, can never be reckoned according to the calendar of time. These days will appear as mortality disappears, and they will reveal eternity newness of life, in which all sense of error forever disappears, and thought accepts the divine, infinite calculus. All the real is eternal. Perfection underlies reality. Without perfection, nothing is wholly real. All things will continue to disappear, until perfection appears and reality is reached. We must give up the spectral at all points. 
we must not continue to admit the somethingness of superstition, but we must yield up all belief in it and be wise. When we learn that error is not real, we shall be ready for progress, forgetting those things which are behind. The lost image is no image. The true likeness cannot be lost in divine reflection. Understanding this, Jesus said, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Spiritually followed, the book of Genesis is the history of the untrue image of God named a sinful mortal. This deflection of being, rightly viewed, serves to suggest the proper reflection of God and the spiritual actuality of man, as given in the first chapter of Genesis. We leave this brief, glorious history of spiritual creation, as stated in the first chapter of Genesis, in the hands of God not of man, in the keeping of spirit, not matter, joyfully acknowledging now and forever God's supremacy, omnipotence, and omnipresence. The harmony and immortality of man are intact. We should look away from the opposite supposition that man is created materially and turn our gaze to the spiritual record of creation, to that which should be engraved on the understanding and heart with the point of a diamond and the pen of an angel. Learn this, O mortal, and earnestly seek the spiritual status of man, which is outside of all material selfhood. When speaking of God's children, not the children of men, Jesus said, The kingdom of God is within you. That is, truth and love reign in the real man, showing that man in God's image is unfallen and eternal. Jesus beheld in science the perfect man who appeared to him where sinning mortal man appears to mortals. In this perfect man, the Savior saw God's own likeness, and this correct view of man healed the sick. Never born and never dying, it were impossible for man, under the government of God in eternal science, to fall from his high estate. We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world.
Let's now sing hymn number 209. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. O gentle presence, peace and joy and power, O life divine that owns each waiting hour, Thou love that guards the nestling's faltering flight, Keep thou, my child, on upward wing tonight. Hymn number 209.
Let's now sing hymn number 76. God is known in loving kindness, God the true eternal good. Zion, ne'er will he forsake thee, trust his father motherhood. Can a mother leave her children? Can unchanging love forget? Though all earthly friends betray thee, Lo, his arm enfolds thee yet. Hymn number 76.
I will read from the Christian Science textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being, and the correlative passages from 1 John, 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal era. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is, and every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Amen. Amen.